Hi, everyone. Welcome to Conversations of Heal. This is your host, Susan Jacoby. I hope you are enjoying these inspirational interviews and that they help you discover how to make the decision to overcome childhood trauma, develop self-love, and live a life of peace and joy. Today, we are talking about self-care. Self-care begins with your thoughts, how you talk to yourself, how you choose to be with yourself on a daily basis. When you feel safe and loved, it becomes easier to bring self-care into your life. That self-care naturally flows into self-love. Our guest is Catherine Ford. She will be talking with us about how we can intentionally bring self-care into our daily life. Catherine is the founder and president of the Excellent Institute, the premier training center for living a life of excellence. She is an award-winning Master Life Coach, consultant, international speaker, and author of Amazon number one best-selling book, Be Well, a seven-step system for radical healing. In her practice, Catherine specializes in health and well-being and maintaining youthfulness. Her website is catherineford.com. Welcome, Catherine, to Conversations at Heal. I'm so honored that you're a part of our show today. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Thank you so much, Susan. I'm, I'm thrilled to be with you and all of your listeners today as well. Thank you very much. I want to jump right into this because you are the Wikipedia of self-care. I'll call you that <laughs> because you know so much about it and I want to use every minute. The first thing I want to ask you is what attracted you to share about self-care and to show kindness to yourself daily? Well, that's a very good question, Susan. It really has been my life's journey. Um, 27 years ago, when I was 26 years old, I was busy climbing the corporate ladder and was driving home one day from work with, and just experienced a horrible headache. And it wasn't like me to, to have this type of thing happen. So I didn't really think too much of it. I went to bed, took some aspirin. Well, I would end up going blind in my left eye. So you can imagine at 26 years old, I was devastated. Um, I went to visit the doctor at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. I was living in Minnesota at the time, and they gave me the news that I had multiple sclerosis. So, oh my gosh, I just saw all my hopes and dreams shattered. But then I said to myself, actually to my mom in in the exam room before we left Mayo Clinic, I said, you know what, mom, I'm going to be in this tiny percentage of people that do really, really well with this, and they're not going to be able to explain why. And I'll tell you, that has served me really well over the years. So I began on this journey of researching complementary holistic medicine and practices that were happening all over the world to try to help myself in addition to what the doctors were doing for me at Mayo. And the journey uh, began with me discovering uh, as, as it was unfolding that it was all about self-care and the largest component of self-care is self-love. And so that's how I initially got into this. Uh, then fast forward 22 years, I found out that I had actually been misdiagnosed with MS and had uh, a diagnosis now, have a diagnosis of something more serious called neuromyelitis dica. So this is a very rare condition. And I once again went down to Mayo where there's a doctor now who specializes in this very rare condition. And the first thing he said to me when he walked in the room was, are you Catherine Ford? And I said, yes. And he said, oh my gosh, you don't even look like someone who's had MS for 22 years, let alone this worst condition. 
I have to ask you, what are you doing? Because obviously it's working. So I began to share with him all of the practices and principles with this foundation of self-care and self-love rooted in that. And he said, wow, he said, you need to share this with the world. Obviously, this is working. And he also then told me that the medication I was on, it was a chemotherapy type of drug for 16 and a half of those 22 years was actually harmful to someone with my condition. So, wow, another blow. Um, but he said, obviously, look what you're, look, look at you. Look, look how you're doing. It's so amazing. He said, what you're doing is working. And even with having something working against you and with those, that chemotherapy drug, you're still doing like amazingly well. So I took that as a compliment. He urged me to get this material out into the world. And so I did. At the same time, I was in a, a very highly emotionally abusive marriage for 23 years, and that marriage ended with a gun incident. So I'm actually very, very grateful to be here today with all of you. And I realized that um, that was another piece of, of where this self-care comes in. So my whole journey in life has led me to finding out what really works to live a life of excellence, a life of full spectrum wealth, wealth, where we have an abundance of health and well-being and youthfulness. We have rich relationships and we have time and money freedom. When we're living that in our life daily, we are thriving. So that's how I got to where I am today. Thank you for sharing all that. I want you to dive in directly and, and ask you about how it feels and what it looks like to bring self-care into your daily life. And the reason I uh, ask this yeah. is because I know along my healing process, there are, you know, when you don't know what you don't know, it's pretty hard to bring it into your life. And I mean, yeah. I would describe, if you would ask me, you know, what I would know about self-care, self-love, you know, to intentionally bring it into your daily life, I mean, that's something that I've worked on for a really long time. And I would say, again, awareness is another topic we talk a lot about on Conversations with Heal. But specifically mm -hmm. for those, I would say, like calm and, um, and clarity to how I choose to react to an event or feeling is how I would say, like, what does it feel like? That's how it feels to me. How does it feel to you when you bring in self-care, self-love into your immediate daily life. I'll just give you an example. I'm on Marco Island and for me nature is is a huge part of my self-care. So this morning I saw two dolphins swimming and my heart just expands when I feel that. And it, it really connects with my inner world and it's so luxurious. Um, and dolphins mean that the meaning behind them when you see them is to breathe new life into yourself. So just in knowing that and, and seeing those dolphins, oh, I just, my whole inner world was just bathed in sparkling love this morning. And I felt so connected to the entire universe, just watching these two dolphins swim right in front of me. And one of the things that I talk about in my book, um, it's actually on page 11. I'm going to read a little excerpt. It says, I now know that the most important person to love Catherine Ford with unconditional, undying love is Catherine Ford. And realizing your own importance and putting yourself first leads to a place of peace and unbounded love, both for you and rippling from you. 
And I really, really believe that so deeply. We all experience it a little bit differently. So it's a great question that you've asked because the key is to tap into what works for you as an individual. For me, it's nature. It's all kinds of different aspects of nature. But I do have an, actually an example in my book, um, a little exercise that I'd like to share with your listeners that they can take themselves through. It just takes 15 to 20 minutes and it will help them discover what love, self-love means to them. And the questions that they want to ask themselves are, first off, how do you express love towards yourself? Again, for me, it's taking a walk in the morning. It's a simple walk in the morning. It means everything to me. It starts my day off right and I know that, that I'm pampering myself by doing this. So but that's a great question for all of your listeners. How do you express love towards yourself? The next one is, what is one new way you would enjoy expressing love towards yourself? Maybe you have a pet. I have a little Yorkie. His name is Teddy. And um, if I want to give myself some extra love in any, any given day, I'll just go ahead and spend a few minutes with him. And it changes my whole entire um, feeling that's going on inside me, especially if I've been stressed. Uh, the next question is, how does it feel when you receive self-love? For me, my heart expands. I actually can feel it inside my chest and I'll, I'll put my hand on my chest when it's, when it's happening too. I can feel the energy there. And the last question is, where do you notice this expression of love show up in your body? So this is some really good introspective work to do. And it's very important work. It doesn't take a lot of time. But when you connect with your inner world, it really changes everything. Your entire day will be different. And one of the things that I like to share with my clients is wherever we go, we are there. We can't run away from ourselves. So our inner world is so very important and to take care of that. Other expressions of self-love may mean to say how you feel in a certain situation. That's something I had to learn how to do. I really had lost my voice for much of my, you know, my adult life with my the marriage that I was in. So I had to learn how to put words to my feelings and really stand up for myself and express myself. All of those are, are examples of self-love and self-care. Of course, the biggest expression of self-care is self-love. One thing I, I noticed whenever I talk to you, I have so many aha moments. One thing I noticed when you were talking is boundaries play a really big part in self-love. Yeah, uh, and self-care. As Catherine is going through all this, if you're if you're first if you're new to this or you're like feeling adventurous and you want to try it and bring it into your life, there may be obstacles or little road bumps that scare you and you decide to pull back. But what's really important is is that you set the stage. You, the listener, mm -hmm. set the stage, and and you, the listener, um, set your own boundaries. And you don't have to tell anybody about any of this. It's just, you know, notice it for yourself. Push yourself, you know, a little bit further. And I'm not saying, like, be abusive towards yourself. Just give yourself a slightly little push to venture out to see if you can do what Catherine is sharing with you to bring this into your life, to live a different way, to think and feel a different way. Catherine, what would you say are some immediate tools that, our listeners can use to implement self-care, self-love? Well, we are the only creatures on planet Earth with the gift of an imagination. And honestly, most people use that 
to terrorize themselves. What's the worst thing that can happen in this situation? Oh my gosh, this, that, or the other thing. What I invite all of your listeners to do is turn that around and use your imagination as a gift to create the life of your dreams. So in any situation, notice what you're noticing. That's the number one life mastery skill. And say to yourself, okay, now instead of going down the path of worst case scenario, how would I love for this to work out? What's the best that I can come up with in this situation? And really begin to stretch your imagination muscle and use it for for self-care too and for bringing beautiful things into your life and wonderful thoughts and, and what you're grateful for and what you're proud of. That also is one of my largest techniques for maintaining youthfulness. When we express gratitude, our whole entire being, our, we have an inner pharmacy that's releasing chemicals 24-7. And through just expressing gratitude and thinking thoughts of what we would love, we are releasing all kinds of beautiful chemicals that every cell in our body is being bathed in. Now, when we're worried and stressed and all of that, way too much cortisol is being, being um, released and, and our cells are, are bathing in all that toxicity. So your imagination is a beautiful gift and I just invite you to use it um, for the good of yourself and others and as part of your self-care practice. That's wonderful. Catherine, you mentioned you were reading from your book. I think that was on page 11. Where can our listeners get access to your book? I'm assuming it's on Amazon. Yes, it's on Amazon. The book is really key because it it outlines uh, my seven-step system. And uh, it talks that self-care is so important to me. I work with a lot of business owners as well because self-care is one of the, the top reasons why people are able to work smarter rather than harder all kinds of gifts that self-care brings, not just for our health and well-being, but again, for that time and money freedom piece and our relationships as well. So we want to make sure that people are living a life of full spectrum wealth. And the way to do that is we have to be bringing into our life wonderful things in each of those categories. And the doctor at Mayo Clinic totally agreed with me when I said, you know, I don't think we can just take a segment of our life and focus on that. We have to focus on our total well-being. And so that's what we're doing here with the book as well. Well, Catherine, thank you for bringing your light and, and your loved conversations that heal. I, I really hope the listeners take advantage of every opportunity to learn from you, to get to know you. You, you won't be sorry. Catherine is truly oh, a joy to work with. You're very welcome, thank Catherine. Thank you so much. You can contact me at Susan at conversationsatheal.com if I can support you on your healing journey. And please leave a comment on Blog Talk or iTunes to support us in reaching listeners in search of living a life of peace and joy. Above all, remember that you are a lovable and capable human being. Thank you for listening to Conversations That Heal. Be well, everyone. Bye-bye.